What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind, man, and this is another weekday drop. Can't stop the party, can't stop the show. Let's get it rocking, people. Be sure to follow me everywhere, Master23Mind, Mastermind RGTV on YouTube. We live, baby, love is love. Let's jump right into it, man. We're going to talk about a couple things now. Uh, one thing I've seen that I've got at the top of my board here, Max Payne 1 and 2 Remake. Listen, now, back in the day, Max Payne used to be a really dope game for PS2. Um, I think it was PS1, actually. It's a very old game, but for the mere fact we're getting one and two, a remake from Rockstar, I'm pretty excited about that. And the mere fact is because it's a classic game that actually did really good. And if this is like a remake, remake, new stuff added on, keeping the same storyline, update the resolution, graphics and all that, listen. It's going to be a really cool game. And another game that puts you in the mind of something like Max Payne was Driver. Driver was another game that I was really excited about. If we can get like a new Driver, that'd be pretty dope. And the reason I say Driver is because um, Max Payne, Streets of LA, of course, Grand Theft Auto, um, and Driver, you know what I'm saying? Those are like the top four or five games that was like, you know what I'm saying? pretty cool like pretty really really dope uh, moving on real quickly man so it's gonna be a really brief show i'm not gonna be too long in here because uh, i got some more stuff to rock into the metaverse we're gonna jump into that a little bit later but kingdom hearts 4 now listen yes we are getting a kingdom hearts 4 now when they showed it at first i was like you know well maybe kingdom hearts is working on some other stuff then i see we get we getting two other kingdom hearts on a mobile device or whatnot kingdom hearts game on a mobile device um now when i seen that i thought it was just gonna be just the mobile stuff when i seen the kingdom hearts 4 i was like whoa whoa now the question is they ain't got no release date or anything by so don't get too excited but the thing is um it took them i think like 10 years to make Kingdom Hearts 3 and for the mere fact that uh, no spoiler alerts or anything but when you beat Kingdom Hearts 3 you know what I'm saying you know that it's going to be another one and the ending was like uh, okay what's next what do I do now <laughs> you know like uh, is it going to be another one but maybe 10 years from now I hope not so hopefully we can get Kingdom Hearts 4 before 2023 at least um, I see if they if, if if we get Kingdom Hearts 4 uh, by the end of 2023, that'll be beginning of 2024. That'll be what's up. Not 10 years from now. And the reason I say that is because technology is getting better. Um, game developers are, you know, with the technology getting better, the game developers are able to make these games a lot more better. Uh, not just better, but at a more uh, quicker pace. So. The 10 years that it took for Kingdom Hearts 3 to get made, I suspect maybe that should be cut down about four years, at least three to four years for another Kingdom Hearts installment. And plus, for the matter of fact, I think they said they was already like just working on uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, 4 right when Kingdom Hearts 3 ended. Like they picked up the work right then. I'm not sure, but I can tell by the graphics until from the story uh like the character they showed or whatnot i don't know if that guy was so i don't think it was Sora or not but i remember at the end of three um the guy was doing something i, I, mean, I can't remember the ending of it but see 
now seeing that makes me want to go play Kingdom Hearts 3. And um, I remember the ending a little bit and seeing that was like, okay, yo, now the trailer of Kingdom Hearts 4 makes a lot more sense and I can't wait for it. Uh, I just really hope, and they actually showed gameplay footage. Yo, we actually got the guy, you know, the moves going up in the air, using the, the, the sword. Like, it was pretty pretty cool, pretty cool. The combat system still looks the same almost, but look like it's definitely improved. Um, Kingdom Hearts always had a pretty pretty decent uh, combat system or whatnot. Um, I'm, just, I'm just hoping that they bring the storyline back to like Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Because Kingdom Hearts 3, I wasn't, it was, the combat was dope. The graphics was amazing. Um, but like the side ops missions and the quests, it just felt too rushed and it felt too corny almost. Um, I just really hope that this particular Kingdom Hearts, when it drops, they add a little bit more maturity into it. Uh, really realistic uh, AI, a uh, realistic open world perspective, a lot bigger open world and a lot more going on in the world and don't just rush us in and out of these short stories. Like if we go to Wendy the Pool, if we go to, um, you know, Donald's story or Goofy story, because this particular one looks like we're going to be saving Don Donald and Goofy almost. So if we're going to their worlds, let's make, uh, let's make these worlds not so quick to just you do this, then y'all go here, then y'all go here, beat the boss, the end of that world. You may have to come back to the world for a couple resources or something. They need to kind of change that element of the game, and I think Kingdom Hearts 4 would be a really successful game. Now, moving on, talking about the other Kingdom Hearts, is on a mobile device. Now, check this. Mobile gaming is coming, it is, again, that's the number one thing. Everyone are always on their phones either phones or PCs. So mobile gaming is the number one key thing that I feel like it still don't get a lot of like <laughs> kind of overlooked sometimes in gaming, but mobile phones, uh, mobile gaming is definitely where it's at. And for the mere fact that we're getting a couple, not just one, but we're getting a couple Kingdom Hearts games on a mobile device, that's pretty big. Um, I'm kind of interested to see Mm, what else you gonna drop on a mobile device or you know what's the next direction of how they're gonna take a mobile device my prediction of the future of gaming is gonna be to where we're actually right now we got crossplay pc xbox playstation we're gonna have a level of crossplay i think the future of gaming is gonna come to a point to where the level of crossplay is gonna be on the next level then the next level i explained this level this level is more of like the mobile devices are now playing in the arena with call of duty online or really cross playing a single player action game from a mobile to console or to pc let's say if we got an action adventure game and someone over here on the pc uh, has special weapons or whatever y'all building a squad together basically what I'm saying is community based uh, community based cross platforming on a mobile scale tied to console and PC is going to be something magnificent 
And when you enter in the structure of Web3 and the blockchain, it's going to be something else that's like, that's the other layer of, I'm telling you where future of gaming is going. Because when you get into the Web3 uh, cryptocurrency and blockchain and all this stuff, uh, pay to play, then tied into mobile and mobile games are tied into the network of going against, you know, console and PC and not just multiplayer games but cross-platforming and creating a multiplayer community experience uh, in mobile going with uh, going with console and PC. I think that's going to be the future of gaming and a little bit more elaboration on to that to another show. But for the mere fact we're getting something like Kingdom Hearts into mobile, I just keep putting the flag down. Although... I'm not a big mobile fan. I'm not, let's, let's get that straight. I'm not really a big mobile uh, gaming fan. I'm more of a console. I like controllers. But this gives me another reason to keep putting the flag down in the mobile arena. It's like, yo, mobile gaming is where it's at, you know, especially if we get to the point to where I think mobile gaming uh, will really become a threat when the controls get better. We know we got, you know, you got the, the Xbox cloud or whatever to where you can put your mobile device on these controllers or um, Steam Deck is a considered not mobile, but mobile like handheld on the go, PC on the go, basically. Uh, but I think mobile gaming, when they get the controls down good, I think that's going to be the threat is going to be the reckon with. And the, and the reason I say this is because think about it. Mobile, mobile gaming with mobile, the battery life. The battery life is much better in phones than it is a handheld console. Your battery life in your phone lasts much longer than a Nintendo Switch. Try playing, let's say if we got uh, this game on Nintendo Switch, you're probably going to get three to two hours out of this game versus on at least a 2021 version phone or 2020 version phone you're going to get more gameplay out of the mobile phone because the battery is much better now graphics wise of course but remember some of these mobile games graphics is incredible and you like wait a minute this is mobile so i don't even look better than freaking psp so the more technology get better i think mobile gaming is going to shift to a point to where that is a handheld device you know what I'm saying? And they fixed them controls. It's going to be, I mean, that's what's up. You see Nintendo already been making moves slightly over there to mobile gaming. Mario Run years ago on iOS did pretty good. Pokemon Go did pretty good. Uh, what's the, the, the first person shooter? Uh, PUBG. And actually you can play online. If I'm not mistaken, you can play online because that was one actually uh, first person shooter I was playing on a mobile device PUBG back in the day um, if I'm not mistaken you can play with console people too so it's kind of there to that point but I'm talking about to a point to where there's no mess up in the servers uh, like there's no type of issues like right now cross platforming Xbox and Playstation there's not a lot of issues but when it first started there was all type of issues you know what I'm saying there's a couple issues still but it's much better than it than it used to be so when mobile, mobile gaming get to that point it's gonna be magnificent and the controls they gotta fix that um but you know 
I can name plenty more games that just done very well on mobile on a mobile device. So I think mobile is gonna definitely be where it's at. Um, speaking of mobile, Call of Duty on mobile doing really well. Call of Duty Zombies did really well on mobile device. Speaking of Call of Duty, Cold War is still adding on more content. Now listen, Vanguard obviously didn't do that well. So, um, you know, we're getting new content for Vanguard, but everyone is still jumping onto the Warzone. Warzone is still the most popular uh, thing right about now. But for the mere fact Cold War is still getting content released for it, that's a good sign, you know. And um, I kind of want to, I actually skipped out on Vanguard. I may still get it later on in the future. Maybe if the price drop, or if I just get tired of Cold War, maybe. Uh, but I compete a lot in the league in Cold War, so we don't know. But, you know, I'm excited for the next Call of Duty. Because, like I said, we're in a we're in a very uh, weird state in gaming to where it's a good state. Because um, what's going on in cryptocurrency and, and the gaming, I think, is going to take... If the, the next games that come about... If they utilize these opportunities with Web3 and crypto or whatnot, it's going to be a freaking game changer. You hear me? So the next Call of Duty may not utilize the technology, but when they take that break, oh boy. When the next Call of Duty that comes out this year, and if they take a break next year and come back, what? So it's 2022, you got that Call of Duty. And if they take a break 2023 and come back 2024, oh boy, y'all better watch out. Because if Call of Duty utilize NFTs, uh, just crypto period, and just the technology, oh boy, I think those are going to be, that's going to be a a really big, because think about it, Activision is already a really big department. And you know the purchases, Xbox, and all this stuff, and all this, all this stuff is going on. We're spending all this money. Activision is already on the blockchain. You know what I'm saying with their own token or whatever. They already got games that's play to earn. So I think for a game like Call of Duty to utilize the tech and to really take it to the next step, I'd be perfect. Another game would be uh, Grand Theft Auto. Of course, I spoke about Grand Theft Auto utilizing blockchain technology on a couple episodes before. If they do it. Oh boy, <laughs> like PlayStation Home need to come back out. If I'm telling you, PlayStation Home come back for the PS5, and you know what I'm saying, it's really like building out our home, putting our NFTs up in, in, in around the room or whatnot. Listen, it's a whole nother ball game, and I think those three games can be really three big games that can capitalize off that opportunity more than anybody. PlayStation Home or a game similar to like PlayStation, The Sims. PlayStation Home, The Sims, Grand Theft Auto, um, and of course, Game of Name, but Call of Duty, it's gonna be amazing. Amazing day in gaming, amazing in technology, period. Uh, moving on, PlayStation VR 2 has gotten pushed back. Rumors that it has gotten pushed back. I mean, you know, you know, I, I always say this to, to a lot of game uh, releases or anything that's being released. Don't rush it. And, you know, especially hardware. 
because you don't want to rush hardware to where it's all type of bugs and different things is going on you know what i'm saying uh, with the hardware and it's not ready for lunch we know what has happened when you rush software side part 277 is a perfect example don't rush it you know so if they pushed it back let's just hope it's for a good reason that they pushed it back maybe supply um could be that they're still working on it i doubt that but i think it's mostly su supply and just really just kind of timing the market on what's a great time for uh, VR or whatnot. I mean, I think honestly, anytime is kind of a good time for VR. Um, I probably do a, I, I probably have to do a deep analyze um, uh, study of what's, you know, in, in the tech world with the VR and AR or whatnot to really pinpoint a time, like prediction wise. But I think it's more of, um, I think it's more supply base why they pushed it back, if anything. Software, I don't think is it. I think it's hardware. They pushed it back because of supply. So, uh, you know, don't rush it. Take your time on it. Uh, moving on, man. Breath of the Wild 2. I want to speak about that for a little bit. Then move on to Unreal Engine. Uh, Black Breath of the Wild 2, they saying that it may not be powerful enough for the Nintendo Switch. Look, man. I'm not a future fortune teller, but I kind of am. But I've been saying that on a couple podcasts previously before I start, somehow just start clipping myself i guess <laughs> but breath of the wild 2 um i told y'all from the get man nintendo has to drop a new console they have to drop a new console you can't the way that breath of the wild 2 look that was that was gorgeous it looks a little bit like breath of the wild 1 but you know enhanced or whatnot but for i think that's not gonna hide that it's gonna look even better when it when it released but for a game looking like that and to run on a big scale like breath of the wild one did you're gonna have to drop new hardware and you know you're not gonna be able to really give us the experience of a true breath of the wild 2 unless it's on new hardware so we don't want to hear no switch pro we don't want to hear no switch Lite, none of that you're going to come out with a whole nother brand new Nintendo uh, console. Now, they can do what they did for previous uh, Nintendo console to where The Legend of Zelda, you know, it came out for Wii U and it dropped for the Switch. They can do that, kind of like how Horizon Forbidden West did for PS4 and PS5. They can possibly do that, but I still think that Breath of the Wild 2, uh, especially if they're picking up exactly where, where one is and just really making the world bigger um capitalizing on the graphics and just really uh giving us a, a, a new legend of zelda experience and i think they can't they, they're not going to be able to do that unless it's on a new nintendo console and i mean if you if you bring it on the switch or this switch pro or whatever i always quotation mark because it's not truly a truly truly upgrade it's a minimum upgrade, so that's why I always do that. <laughs> Quotation marks. But um, if you do bring it out for the Switch, it's going to be just like Breath of the Wild 1. You know? It, it's going to be like Breath of the Wild 1. I'm, I, it's not. It's, it's going to be like it. Because think about it. Now, for example, uh, Forbidden West, when it dropped for PS4 
And when it came up for the five, you knew the difference on the five, but at the same time, it still looked really good on PS4 Pro. PS4 Pro could actually handle Forbidden West. It ain't like Forbidden West just one of those games and, you know, PlayStation Pro, a PS4 Pro just can't handle it. It actually looks pretty good on the Pro. They're not going to be able to do that with Breath of the Wild 1 on the Nintendo Switch. Um, and like I said, if they do, you ain't going to get the true experience. You want a true experience in next generation gaming, Breath of the Wild 2. I think that's what Nintendo is going to aim for, to give us a, a new experience, but give us a more uh, immersed and a new Legend of Zelda experience. But a better experience. I think that's what they're going to aim for. And to aim for that, they're going to have to have, bring out a new console. So that's been pushed back. <laughs> yeah, I got to figure that. Yeah, so I was, I'm still hoping, you know, for, I'm hoping that they do bring the Switch because if they do, I pick it up with the Switch. And if they come out with a new Nintendo console, or, you know, get a new Nintendo console, get it from the new Nintendo. You know, it's no biggie, but because, you know, I'm a Nintendo fan at heart always, you know what I'm saying? But and I love Legend of Zelda, so I always support it. But, you know, if you want a true experience, you better wait for the new Nintendo when it drops. And I got to go on this Nintendo rant. I haven't been on the Nintendo rant for quite some time. I don't have that on the board. This is all This is all off the cuff. <laughs> this is going back to the old RGTV days, freak style. So, typically, uh, kind of still do that. But um, my Nintendo rant, my five-minute Nintendo rant, not even five, but Nintendo has to give us something that's innovation like something that's like blows our mind and it has to capitalize on web 3 technology it has to get in get in that sphere it has to go to these next points in technology we you have to step your graphics game up like this new nintendo sports that's coming out we sports or whatever we sports 2 or whatever they got they coming out with is called for the switch that's cool enough but you that same method of getting people to exercise and all that bring all that to a new nintendo console but bring it to us with a better graphics card you gotta upgrade your graphics process you, you just have to um we we are sick of looking at 2d 3d or whatever whatever that nintendo has now get me wrong because wind waker is one of the most gorgeous games and it's one of my favorite games and it's a cartoonish looking game so i'm not knocking the graphics on these games but we kind of need nintendo to really give us something here like really step up because the two big juggernauts in the room still is xbox and playstation we need nintendo to give us better hardware so when i speak on graphics i'm mostly speaking about better hardware you don't necessarily if you give us something better than ps5 i'll take that something better than xbox i'll take that but we just need something that's next level uh in the gaming atmosphere and you have to capitalize on getting better at network they are getting better at the network things but they have to get in that playing field of the online competitive sphere the next Smash Brothers that comes out for the new Nintendo console, it needs to be stitched everywhere. It need to be on mobile. It need to be uh, this new Nintendo console need to be able to go handheld, 4K on screen, esports everywhere, fighting games, partnerships. You have to buy up a couple companies to let us know that hey, we are not dead and gone. We are re in. We are re reinvent reinventing the nintendo brand 
Like, if Nintendo come out with something and they're just saying we are just reinventing the brand or the next generation of Nintendo and just give us a crazy console and the graphics to be like 10 times more powerful than PS5, shock everybody. You know what I'm saying? And being able to utilize Nintendo with the social media apps and all that. Like, Nintendo has a bunch of stuff that they have to capitalize off and they can learn from their competitors and make those moves to do. But backwards capability is everything. Always keep that in key. CD, disc, digital, I don't care what you do, but keep that in key. But that's my short Nintendo rant. But they got particular places they can move in the industry and it can really make some moves. And PlayStation, I'm still room for you, but y'all kind of slacking right now. Moving on before Anchor kick me out of here, man. Unreal Engine 5. Listen, that engine is amazing. And if Nintendo can team up with these guys and drop their first five catalog best character history games on an Unreal Engine, cut the check. I'll be at the meet, man. Listen, man. Unreal Engine uh, is mostly running on a lot of Xbox games. So a lot of these Xbox games you're about to see coming on down the, pop, um, down the pipeline is going to be running on Unreal Engine 5. Now listen, man. Unreal Engine 5 is an amazing graphics engine, man. The Matrix, they did really good. You know what I'm saying? And to see that Xbox, mostly these Xbox games are going to be running off that, whoa. PlayStation is a little bit more proprietary with their software. Some of their stuff, you know, they got their own stuff going on, but they need to hot that Unreal Engine 5, man. <laughs> but it's all cool, man. Uh, the new Tomb Raider that, that's coming on down the line is also going to be running off Unreal Engine 5 too. So, hey, I'm a big fan of Unreal Engine, man. These guys, go and look at The Legend of Zelda, uh, Arc of the Time, running on Unreal Engine. Thank me later. A beautiful game. And you mean to tell me if Nintendo, if Nintendo get with Unreal Engine and do something like that, that's all we need. To, to I think what can bring Nintendo back is not remaster but remake remake a lot of their games in a high profile uh or not even high profile but high power performing graphics engine someone like unreal remake all your games man not even all of them but some of the greatest games the top three greatest games on nintendo remake them on unreal engine banger Moving on. <laughs> New Ghost Recon game in development real quick. Because I think that's like my last topic. Unreal um, um, Ghost, Re Ghost Recon. I'm so stuck on Unreal Engine. Um, Ghost Recon game being in development. Listen, they did a really good job with um, which Ghost Recon game that was. I actually got it. But the one they had that was like in Mexico or something. Um, not the not the one that just came out. I think 2019 or so, 2020. Not that one, but they got another one. The one that came out before that, like 2017, 2018, I think. That one was really cool, and I think when people got involved and started playing it or whatnot, it was kind of dying down. I think they couldn't keep a lot of people busy on the game almost, but it was really fun. It really puts you in the mind of like Grand Theft Auto Online. Now, uh, Ubisoft also spoke about a little bit about, you know, NFTs or, or whatnot. But I think 
that's another game that can really utilize um, the power of the blockchain real well too because now I'm remembering Ghost Recon those are a lot of like in-game purchases and a lot of stuff that you can like really uh, do in that game on uh, like online that was really cool so I'm interested to see where they go with this new one and if they go somewhere to where it's like open world keep the open world like they did um, give us a better story you know what I'm saying and just really capitalize on things that they already messed up on on a blockchain like that next level of gaming oh snap Ghost Recon game may be the game y'all keep your eye open for that one and a lot of stuff keep your eye open I think I got it on the calendar over here I won't be able to show up to it but um, it's um, Gangs Pax East Pax East I think that's the name of it um, shout out to the homie hip hop gamer. He uh he actually mentioned that. And I was like, oh, forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's coming up. Y'all be on keep your ear for that. Peel to that. Uh, what's E3 is canceled this year, so um, actually forever. <laughs> um, Summer Games Fest is coming up. It's like June or uh, end of May, maybe. Uh, we may have some more stuff. PlayStation may pop up with a show or something. You know, during May. Um, now summer game fest is usually like in June, but I'm just trying to think since E3 is gone for good, what are we getting in May? Um, hmm, keep your eyes peeled for May, and we will be dropping a podcast episode in May. We'll be here, we ain't going nowhere, folks. But listen, that's all I got for y'all right now. Um, be sure to follow me on Twitch, Mastermind Through Mine, YouTube, Mastermind RGTV, Real Gamer on all podcast platforms. We're everywhere. And uh, we're out, folks. That's all I got for y'all tonight. We'll be back for more. Stay tuned. Peace, peace. Love is love. Game on. Remember that. You see Link in the background? Oh, that's all Anchor get.